Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We are so happy that you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. Today, we're going to dive into hmm, money, money, money. (laughs) (laughs) profitability, and how it actually impacts everything about your business. So I'd like to say hello, business rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I am your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach and strategist and small business thought leader. And for almost 20 years, I have been the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., which is a coaching practice specializing in guiding small business and simplifying your business brilliance. I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector, and I honestly believe that small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that inadvertently, I founded a number one best-selling business book series for small business. Now, don't worry, we'll tell you a little bit more about that book series later. However, it's really important for you to know, like all good things, I didn't do it alone. I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of our tenured experts, a number one best-selling, may I say even international best-selling business author, Anne Mank. Welcome, Anne. Well, thank you, Maggie, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, well, we're excited too because you are going to take the unscary out of financial management for us. That's what I'm going to attempt to do. Yes, absolutely. All right. And everyone, it's important for you to know who Ann Mank is because she helps individuals take the scary out of managing their money so they can create their own version of financial freedom. That sounds so cool. You must have fun. I do. I do, because I can blend the worlds. I can blend the tactical side of money, but then also, you know, the emotion and the stories and really getting to individuals' goals. So I have a lot of fun. Mm, very, very cool. Okay, Ansel. So, so let's dive into this. Uh, your book is volume four, which is the book in our series that has the beautiful amethyst purple cover. And the book so everyone knows, is titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is where it really gets interesting. It's fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your business. Now, Anne, in volume four, chapter one was yours. And you titled it The Financial Freedom Trail. And you gave a really cool story of a character that uh, we went with her along her journey and you dropped all sorts of wisdom bombs along the way didn't you (laughs) (laughs) I tried but I also tried to make it interesting so it's a little bit of knowledge a little bit of fun along the way and you did a beautiful job and I'm so thrilled that you're with us today because uh, this century requires business owners to show up very differently and we don't have time to take an extended learning curve to be successful. Um, So we're in innovative and transformative times. And I love your approach to profitability, to finance, to, well, let's just say it, money, 
all mm -hmm. things money, right? I, I think you have it really dialed in and your approach is one that works with where we're at today. So should we just dive into a couple of questions and see how we can wow everyone? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. So my first question is, thinking financial management. Oh, gee, look at that. I have all sorts of stuff going off today. <laughs> Bells and whistles everywhere. Oh, my. Everyone's excited to talk about money. <laughs> Everybody's trying to get in on the conversation. Okay, so let's try this again. My first question for you is, why do business owners need to know about their company finances? And I ask this because they probably already have an accountant to take care of it. And the owner has to grow their business. So why should they be paying attention to the financials? So I think that's something that's very important, especially as a business is starting off, is that the business owner is really focused on, well, I either have to serve, I have to be the product, I have to create the product. And that's their focus. And really what they need to learn is that the financials need to be their focus as well. Um, I remember listening to a bunch of small business owners as they were starting out, and they would tell story after story about how they wish they would have looked at their finances sooner. Mm -hmm. So if you're not paying attention to your finances, so we can think terrible things. That's where fraud comes into play. That's where people steal from you, because if you're not watching it, somebody can easily take advantage of you. So that's an obvious one. But some of the ones that aren't as obvious is maybe one of the vendors you're using for your product has been slowly increasing prices on you. Mm -hmm. And because you're not noticing it, you don't realize that your cost of sales is now going up. Or maybe because of your, um, I don't know if you're scared or you really don't want to face your finances, you might be going along thinking that you are just great because you have 10 new clients and you're rocking and rolling, not realizing that your profit isn't there. So you might have 10 clients, but if they aren't bringing in the profit or the, you know, being able to give you that net income, what's left at the end of the day, you could have a hundred clients and it's not going to make a difference because your business is not going to survive very long. And so that's why it's important to at least understand how finances work, or at least be comfortable asking questions of your accountant of, well, how well am I really doing? Or what has changed this month versus last month? So those are just simple, easy places for you to start. Right. And, and you can catch things like vendors double charging you. Mm -hmm. I caught that this year. And I was like, Ooh, good thing I'm on top of it. <laughs> right. Um, because it was a big dollar amount and you know it was an automatic payment so I I would have never known and had I only done everything at the end of the year mm -hmm. it would have been too late so right. so there's there's a lot of reasons but I you know I own it when I first started my business I did my books once a year I knew what was basically going mm -hmm. on but I didn't do them until I had to turn them in to the CPA it was very early before I understood the power of learning that. And, and I get it because sometimes there's not a lot, but you're creating trends. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so right. it is important. Yep. And it's, it's something that could, you can so easily overlook because a lot of creatives might start the business. You know, they're the big idea 
individuals. And then if they're not looking at their finances, their big idea could be gone in a year or two and they just don't know what happened. <laughs> right, right. And, and then they start working with me. You know, right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. And we have to un- unpack all of that and figure out what had occurred and then you know do you still really want that or has it tweaked over time so mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of stuff but there there's great value in it so um let me ask the next question i think that would be pretty practical considering what we just said it might be important for us to know about our financials is what you're saying <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it just might be. I, I'm thinking you're really saying it is. Yeah, um, you know, but you're 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 trying to be a little gentle with us. Okay. <laughs> so we say okay, but where should I start? Right, right, because it can be scary, um, right. and especially if you have somebody preparing your financials, you might have in the back of your head you know, oh, they know what they're doing, or I'm not going to question the experts, or, you know, I don't want to look dumb asking questions. But really, that's what they're there for is to be your resource. And one of the best ways to start learning about your finances is by starting a forecast. Sometimes we call it a budget, but it would be to forecast out the number of clients you think you will have, the revenue you think you'll generate from there, the amount of expenses you anticipate. And a lot of times, especially in today's society, everything is subscription-based. So a lot of your expenses are like X amount each month or every quarter. So really put those onto a spreadsheet so you know when those are going to hit. And then what you want to do is start, I mean, one thing by just having the number of clients that you anticipate coming, I mean, now you have a sales goal. Now you have something to shoot for. Now you can understand how you can grow your business by growing your customers. You can actually see it through the numbers. And so the first, I know nobody likes a budget. I don't like a budget. I don't even do a budget on my own, but I do have a forecast. Like, what do I think I'm going to do over the next couple of months? And then where, you know, then you start building that gut reaction of, ooh, I'm spending a little too much, or I don't have enough revenue coming in. But if you're not looking at the numbers, you can't develop that gut to know if you're doing what's right or wrong. So it's important to really have those numbers first, but then you won't need them as you go along because you either have support or you really know what the numbers are behind your business. Right. And I I like what you said. Okay. Budget is a word, maybe shift it to forecast. And I think forecast, I love forecasting because it's (laughs) trends. Okay. And I see patterns and that's one of the gifts that I have. Um, But the other thing is, think about it. If you're going to have a party and Mm -hmm. it's an outdoor party, well, the weather is going to determine how successful it is. So you're checking the forecast. Mm. Okay. So this is the same thing. If you want to have a successful business and you want to make sure that you have that profitability that you're seeking for the, the week, the month, the quarter, the year, then look at your forecast. And I'll share that um, just recently, I've gone through reviewing the last four years of some of my categories of business, of my expenses. And I learned quite a bit that I spent an enormous amount on technology and I didn't realize that. 
Mm. until I was looking at the numbers and they're big numbers, but it makes sense with my business and, and the book series and everything and, and how that's all um, categorized. But it also has helped me not make silly purchases. Mm-hmm. And right. I, I just did a technology purchase last week and it was a big one. And I'm like, um, well, if I do this, that means I'm pretty much knocking out everything else mm-hmm. for the next quarter because, and yet it was a very powerful tool. So it was a yes. Yeah. But now, because I've been looking at my numbers and I'm seeing that, I can forecast and I can keep my profit a little more with me. Right. <laughs> well, and I like what did kind of two things that you said, one forecast with the weather. And what I like about that kind of putting those two together is that forecasts change much like right. the forecast for the weather. You know, you open it 10 days out, it's supposed to be 60. And then when you get three days out, you're like, wait, now it's 40 degrees. So the <laughs> forecast should change. Whereas budget is very stoic and it doesn't change and it is what it is. A forecast you are constantly looking at, you're constantly changing. How have things have changed? But it helps you see into the future. And like you said, it gives you that good idea of if you should have the party outside or if you should bring it inside. inside. So it doesn't have to be exact, but it helps guide your financial decisions in your business. Um, And then the other thing I liked what you said was that because you know your trends and because you know what you usually spend money on, you could make the decision of, yes, this is a good purchase because I know how this affects my financials. I know how this affects my business. And I know what the give and take is because there's never a right or wrong answer. It's all about giving and taking. And so you were able to have the confidence saying, yes, it's a big purchase, but I know what I can either cut out for the quarter or what I could reduce so that I can make just purchase happen. Or I knew I was going to make this purchase six months ago and I've been building up towards it because I'm forecasting. Right, right. And I, th- I think when we talk about forecasts, it puts us in real time versus that stoic budget and where we all feel like we don't have any flexibility to do right. what we need to do when an opportunity presents itself. And this was a really cool opportunity. Somebody had shared it with me two years ago and I totally forgot about it. And then somebody else mentioned, I'm like, I got to check that out. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is an absolute must, right? Mm -hmm. And, And then I'm like, okay, so now that means I need to look at everything a little differently because I'm doing this and it wasn't in my plan. You know, so I, I love that forecast idea much better than the word Budget. Budget. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about that. Then then budgets are great. Okay. Maybe. Um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) They're practical and they're necessary. And it 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 just gives us a guideline. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Exactly. But what do I do with it? And what financials do I need to pay attention to? through this whole getting my financial management taken care of. So it's not so scary, right? (laughs) Well, first by doing the forecast, that gives you a good idea of what are the major components in your business? What's major things coming in? What's the major things I'm paying out? So it just gives you that framework. Well, now you can take that 
to two other financials that are important when you're running a business, especially when you're first starting. So one is called the profit and loss, the P&L. Okay. So this tells you if you're actually making money. And this is important because you want to run a business where you are making money. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's how I, you sustain yes. many years in the business. <laughs> it, it is a primary uh, indicator, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I mean, we all go into business because we want to share or help. But at the end of the day, we need to make money in order to help more people share more at the end of the day. Okay. So, so PL, not peace and love in this no. case. <laughs> Profit okay. and loss. We want to focus more on the profit. There can be loss, but you want to focus on the profit. Okay. And really, just a really just high level structure. So you have your money coming in from customers. What okay. are the expenses in order to provide those services to the customer? That becomes your your um, you know what you're saying that your revenue, your profit is for that. So you have your revenue, your expenses, and then your profits. Well, then one area that small businesses might overlook is overhead. How much does the internet cost? How much does your marketing cost? How much are salaries for your accountants? You need to then reduce your profit by that, and that's your net income. That's really the number that will drive the business. It will also help if you want to get funding, if you want to grow your business, if you want to bring other partners in on your business, because they're saying, great, you made all this money up here between the revenue and selling the product, but then it's all going away for overhead. And that happens. That mm -hmm. happens a lot where all of a sudden you, you are just rocking it out of the park with revenue, but your expenses are out of the park as well. And you could end up with a loss, even though you've brought in more revenue. Right. And sometimes that's a strategic decision you're making, because mm -hmm. maybe you really are in a growth period. And so you can have a loss on the bottom because it's going to accelerate your business in a couple of months. Right. But you need to know those numbers and why you might be making a profit when you're selling. But at the end of the day, you're showing a loss. Like, why do you have that difference? The other financial that's important is cash flow. Oh, so this is one of your favorite words. <laughs> cash it flow. is. Yes, we'll be cash flowing now. Yes. So I like <laughs> to think of things as a flow or in buckets, but cash flow is an important um, concept, especially when you're first starting as a small business. Because a lot of times you don't have a line of credit with the bank yet, you don't have a lot of equity in your business yet. So you are the one providing the cash at the beginning for your business. And so right. cash flow means if you have $10 coming in, how much do you have in bills that month? Because you always want to be cash flow positive. You always want to make sure the cash coming in is greater than the expenses. And that's really hard to do, especially as you're starting out. Right. But what happens is if you're not paying attention to that, all of a sudden the cash that you have in the bank that you had a reserve is gone. Once again, you might have 20 clients, but if they're all paying you in three months and you have all these bills coming due this month, that's a recipe for disaster. So one is how much profit are you making? Like, are you really making a profit? And this is a bottom successful line. business, the bottom line. And then 
where's the cash on a monthly basis? And how do you adjust that? If they're paying all three months out, maybe you can delay your bills to correspond, but you have to communicate and you have to know when the bills come in and when the revenue comes in. Love this. Okay. So I think we have P&L mm-hmm. and cash flow dialed in better. And you've been talking about cash flow in all of your episodes. So this, this shouldn't be new for anyone who's listening. And we'll even <laughs> share the episode numbers in a moment. So my next question for you, Anne, is what are the key indicators and, and performance indicators, KPIs, key performance indicators, and why does a business need them? So you have all this data now. You've done a really good job talking to your accountants. You have a forecast. You're starting to get in the groove of what's profitable and what's not. You don't want to be looking at full financials every single day. Right. (laughs) You have a business to run. (laughs) Yes, we do. We do. (laughs) So it's important to know them. But, you know, that's why you have an accountant and you do have a business to run. So these key performance indicators are indicators that will let you know on a daily or weekly or monthly basis in a really quick second if your business is on track or not. And so what you want to do is find the three or five really key indicators and the accountant can help you with this of what's important. Like maybe it's pipeline, like the number of invoices you have coming due, like what's the value of that? Or maybe it's, you know, how long it's taking you to pay your bills, but whatever that key performance indicator is, you just want to track that number. And that will let you know the health of the company in a really quick and easy way. And then you can go through financials and rely on your accountant a little bit more. But you kind of have to go through this process of understanding the numbers, understanding your business, so you can identify those and have them guide you along the way versus, you know, kind of getting lost in the the mud of numbers. (laughs) Right. And and I think it's important to say that every business has its own unique Yes. Right. Correct. Right. Even if we're doing the same thing, right. It's going to be different because it's going to be how we manage our business. What we do, you know, um, certain businesses have seasons. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so there's, there's a lot involved with that. So thank Mm -hmm. you. I have one more question. Yes. Can you handle one more? I can handle it. Let me, let me have it. Okay. What about business owners who are not number people? How can they start to understand their financials? Hey, first, I don't know who's not a numbers person. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I might be talking this. to her right now, but, <laughs> but, I, but you've done a really good job of understanding the numbers, even though you're not a numbers person. Because it's important to see the trends and know what's going on. And if you don't, you can't manage your business effectively. Exactly. Exactly. And then once you're comfortable with numbers, I had, um, I used to work for a CFO as we were reviewing the financials when I was corporate controller, she would say, does this tell the story of the business? So by reading the numbers, looking at the trends, you can start putting a story behind it. So if you think back of what happened in the last quarter of your business, like, oh, I had this client and we had this big expense, but um, 
actually I had more of my invoices paid than I was anticipating. Like what's the story first and then look at the financials and see if it makes sense. Ask your accountant and say, okay, here's what I thought went on in the business this quarter. Show me where that is here. Right. Because right. then it's taking it away from the numbers and it's making it into something that you can relate to the business or that you can verbalize in words or that you can start like that just doesn't feel right because this is what I think happened and that's not what you're telling me. So instead of getting so involved in the numbers, think of the story and have your accountant help you support that. You know, I, I love that because when I'm working with my clients and we're looking at their pace and, and forecasting and everything, um, <clears throat> you know, we can see peaks and valleys. And I tell them to make note what it is because in three years when we're looking at averages, they're not going to remember what the impact was to have their numbers reflect that. So they, they're making notes right there. So there's an understanding three, four, five, 10 years from now, exactly what happened. So I love the fact that you're saying, they just tell a story mm -hmm. because they do. Yep, that's they ultimately do. what you're looking at. Like even if I look at 10 Qs and Ks for public companies, at the end of the day, they're just telling the story of how their company did for that quarter. They do it through numbers, but it really is just, you know, like you and I sitting here, like, how was your business this last quarter? Let me tell you about it. Well, you can do the same thing with numbers as we're doing with words. And so it's being able to be comfortable with the numbers side so that when you say the words, they match. Okay, that's so cool. I can't wait. We have one more episode with you in your mini series here. And, and you're just you're sharing all the secrets that we need to know so we can do this better. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. I think this is an important platform. Um, because a lot of times, you know, I know myself, I don't want to ask an ask expert because I don't want to look dumb or ask the wrong question. And so I'm happy to be on this platform and start, you know, providing education or maybe asking some of the questions and answering them that others might be thinking. Right, right. And listeners, you really need to engage more with and make. Okay, N not only is she a number one best-selling international best-selling business author, she she has this money thing dialed in, um, CPA as well yep. as financial. CFP, Certified Financial Planner. <laughs> Planner. And you're a wealth coach? Wealth coach, and I'm a certified integrative holistic coach. That's a lot to say. <laughs> wow. Okay, so she's got it dialed in. You might want to talk to her. Okay, so this, this is the deal, listeners. Start by reading Chapter 1 in Volume 4. That's the one with the purple cover of the book titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. We're all over, but Amazon's probably the easiest thing for most people these days. And I would love for you to gift your business uh, a performance enhancement, let's say, <laughs> boost, <laughs> um, by accepting the invitation that Anne has at the end of her chapter. She has an author page. And at the bottom of that author page, she has an invitation for you. And what's your invitation? Yeah, so my invitation is to have a supplement to that story. So really having a checklist and a guide to help from, with some of the things that we were saying in the story. So 
if you're interested in getting that, just let me know. You can get me at Anne with an E at ellenbecker.com. Okay. And the cool thing is we'll have the link for that in the show notes. So it's all right there. You can just dial in on that. And Anne also has all her social media handles there as well. But here's something that's really cool right now. You can see everything about the book, how to get a hold of it, all the authors, our podcasts, all the podcasts, all sorts of really cool stuff is there, even a, a community page, page for inspiration. Oh, I can't speak anymore. And it, it's really simple. Go to your app store and type in Brilliant Biz Book. And once you do that, check out the feature we have that's Ask an Expert. You'll see Ann Mang's name there. Click on it. Ask her a question. Only she's going to see it. Just that's that's a private communication for the two of you. So I think that's a pretty cool bonus. And I know you love educating. So thanks yep. for following up with everyone on that. I'm being proactive here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but but right now I would like for everyone to realize that this is the fourth episode in Anne's mini series. She had and we've been doing this rather um chronological, haven't we? Yeah. So if you like what you heard here, why don't you go back and begin with Anne on her journey? Um episode 158 and then go to 174 and 178 and then you have us here today. And thanks for your time and wisdom sharing. Oh, thank you for having me. This is a blast. It is a blast. And I'm so glad we have one more for, for us to play with and see how we can help everybody take the scary out of their money stuff. Yes, exactly. So they can do business <laughs> brilliantly. <laughs> okay. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs business podcast where you learn about how to create brilliant breakthroughs for your small business shine brightly until next time